Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the second episode of Acting Inspired with me Lewis Goody. Today's guest is Liam Bergen. Liam is a great actor who you may have seen on TV shows Trinity and EastEnders and in many plays in London and throughout the country. But the reason I'm talking to him today is to find out about his personal venture, Boom Done Shop, and what inspired him to create this uh, this this thing, which you're going to find out all about in just a moment. This is the first interview I've ever done in my life, so go easy on me. But do have a good time. I hope you learned something from this. Sit back, relax, and enjoy as we speak to Mr. Liam Bergen. Take a trip on the canal if you want to have fun. Hi Liam. Hi. All right, mate. All right. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming to the boat to do this today. We're sat outside. It's lovely. Yeah. It's uh, sunny as hell. Has been for the last few days. Um, yeah. Let's let's get straight into it. I'm really nervous. So this is the first one. So yeah. Cool. Um, so Liam. Boom Don Shop. Can you tell me what Boom Don Shop is? Yeah. Um, well, no. I don't know. Can I? We'll see. <laughs> um, maybe with a bit of help from you, you'll hear the bits that I miss out. Yeah, go on. But, um, yeah, so it's a clothing brand. Yeah. It's um, set up by myself and my brother. Boom done, the name itself. It's a phrase that we used to say as kids. We used to, I mean, I guess not kids, maybe like teenagers. Um but yeah, when we won something or, or something went well for us, it'd be like, oh, boom, 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 boom. Um, and that kind of, that word, you know, it wasn't just the two of us that said it. It was like a lot of people that when we were growing up. Um, but I guess boom, done um, became a bit more of our personal catchphrase. Um, so yeah, we used to say boom, done. And then the shop bit to me seems kind of quite obvious. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shop. Yeah. Um, it's boom, done shop. And there's, there's another reason as well. Um, just the way it sounds, um, I, I don't know if you're going to ask me about this later, but um, there's a bit of my, my family background. Um, I've got some blood from Trinidad, and our favourite food in Trinidad is a thing called bus-up shot, um, which is a, like, it's just lovely, this Trinidadian delicacy uh, that involves a bit of Indian and African, a mixture of the two kind of cookies. What is it? Like, like, little curries. Um, well, they're not that little, actually, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, if you want if you want to have a lot of variety of different flavours, you go for small dishes, and there's no cutlery involved, and so you've got these pots of curry, and then like a really nice savoury pancake, a bit like a, a soft naan bread, a, a roti. They call it roti. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, like yeah. um yeah, a roti, but it's not neat and tidy like um you know circular roti. It's just like a big blob of dough. And you use this dough to kind of pick up the different curries, like the vegetable curry, the chicken curry, the, the, oh. the goat curry, the lamb curry, and mix it all together and make a big mess all over your clothes. And <laughs> um, yeah, it's, just, it's lovely. And so I like the name of that sound, bus up shot. And I thought, boom, done shop sounds a bit like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whenever I say that to people, they're like, it doesn't really, does it? <laughs> so um, yeah, in my head, it, boom, done shop is very much like a Trinidadian delicacy. Cool. <laughs> Cool, cool. Um, so, I, haven't, I haven't told you what the bloody hell it is, though. Well, it's a, you told us it's a clothing shop, yeah. and uh, so we'll get more into that. There's a boat coming past now. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> nice. Um, this so, is the life. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the, the first questions I want to ask you, I've sort of asked you what Boomed On Shop is, um, but I also want to ask you how Boomed On Shop was created, how it came about, what inspired you to do so, and uh, and also uh, what, why? Why was Boom Done Shop created? Why wow. did you have this? this I'm really impulse? slow. You've got to ask me one at a time. Sorry, Gosh. yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm not. Cri- I'm not criticizing you. That's me. No, no. Um, phew, uh, I'll forget. I just don't want to be a um, bad interviewee. I don't want to get. Uh, hey, dude, what one should we start with? Let's start with um, why. Why was it created? What, why? Where did this impulse come from? Why? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I'd had. I'd been acting for four or five years. Um, and once I graduated from drama school, it all kind of just felt easy at first, the, the, that, the life of an actor. And I'd heard all these stories about how tough it was and friends and family kind of saying, oh, it's tough, isn't it? And 
like whenever I saw them at parties or gatherings, and I'd be like, no, nah, not really. No, nah, it's <laughs> been really easy. I've just been, you know, just get a job after job. Well, not like that, but it did. It didn't feel tough, and it just felt like fun. Um, yeah. But then it did become kind of tough, and it became more of a job. And audition, like the the nature of auditioning, became more present because it was I was auditioning more than I was getting jobs, and oh, wow, I was yeah, it was tough. It really was tough. So. Um, but so when you first came out, you were in the quite the quite uh, abnormal or unusual situation of yeah, just, going straight into work and then onto one yeah, thing onto I, the I, other. I was I was on the first job came while I was on holiday. Um, I was in Ireland with a family and. Um, <laughs> very pretentious this I'd taken Romeo and Juliet with me because I was like I want to play Romeo I'd spent three years of drama school where they uh, there was a, our Shakespeare teacher um, Patsy Rodenberg <laughs> <laughs> uh, had, had basically kind of made a few hints that I would never play Romeo she comes out with nice what? big sweeping statements and kind of puts people into boxes or uh, generally opens people up but um, mm-hmm. yeah there's some things that she says that maybe just small little comments that they're the ones that stick with us unfortunately but I was like no right, I'm going to play Romeo and um, yeah took took the play away and, and read it on the flight and it's a short flight to Ireland so I read, <laughs> maybe read the opening prologue a few times <laughs> to try and understand it um, but yeah I was like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play Romeo so I need to read this I need to know it for when I get an audition at once so uh, yeah kind of idealistic drama school graduate trying to create his own destiny and um no, I got a TV job. The first job I got was a TV job, and the second job I got was a TV job, and the third it was all TV. And I, I was like, I want to be a classical actor, yeah. and I've done a three-year classical training. Um, That's so funny, I thought you were going to say, no, and I, I got Romeo nah, and Julia. Nah, no, no. Nah, nah. I did eventually, which yeah. is amazing, but um, if that's how things work in life, like you have to put that thought in place, and it will come true. I mean, it yeah. takes time. It doesn't come when you want it, necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it did eventually come true, but... Um, no, I, did, I ended up getting some TV. And I sound ungrateful. It was amazing. Yeah. But it was a surprise because our training, as you know, is you know it's classical, and we spend the time dreaming about. Well, I did about being on the national stage and um, the Globe and the RSC and things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wasn't. I was working for ITV too. Um, Great. Having fun in the sun. Yeah. And it, and it, well, it was boiling. That, um, what was the question? How did all that lead to... Oh, my God. You know, and, I mean, obviously, it was War, many blah, years blah, later. Blah, blah, Liam. But, no, 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 it's great. Um, but So, how did all this lead right. to... Where did yeah. you... So, that... It was yeah. instantly... Early on, yeah, it, it kind of... Yeah, things were happening, whether I was... I, well, I wasn't in control of them, but, you know, they were all good things and positive things. Um, but then it did become a bit of a slog. And I was talking to a friend who I'd worked with on a job, um, Romeo and Juliet, actually, funnily enough, um... Matty Houghton, oh, amazing actress, she's um, yeah. and a really dear friend. Um, she kind of knew what was going on in my life, like how I was kind of getting fed up um, with the auditioning and the reject. Well, no, don't like that word. Not a good word. Yeah. Not a good word. It but really isn't the case. I don't think. It, I mean, yeah, okay, it can seem like that, but it's not. We get the jobs we're going to get, and we don't get the jobs we're not going to get. Okay. I think yeah. now. I think yeah. Um, so, um, but the disappointment, we build ourselves up. So it's kind of maybe personal rejection. We, we take it or receive it like that for some reason. But um, no, the disappointment, because we kind of start to spend the check or, um, or yeah, imagine the costume and or the co-stars and who we're going to be working with and what we're going to be doing for the next three months. Um, so yeah, all that disappointment. Um, I was like, no, I need, um, I need, yeah, I need something that I can, an outlet. And I was talking about how much I love clothes to her and, um, thinking oh maybe you know the two things at school that I really was good at were acting or um, textiles and, and design oh right um, so yeah I thought well, that was, uh, well I wasn't good at it I liked it yes. I was really bad at it to be honest <laughs> I got really bad marks in it um, but it was but, something you were interested in yeah even before drama school and before deciding you were going to be an actor yeah yeah definitely um, yeah there was that kind of decision um, around 16 17 which of those and the results actually decided for me because I really did badly at it but I really enjoyed it yeah so um yeah talking to her and she just had a friend who um had just started up a business something completely separate but wow windy I know yeah <laughs> suddenly the wind's picked up I can hear it on the sorry and the wind chimes are great I know yeah it's a nice addition um, <laughs> so yeah she suggested the prince's trust have you heard of that 
I'll yeah, talk to you but about that. yeah, t- well, tell us a bit about it. So yeah, the, I didn't know much about the Prince's Trust and the Prince's Trust. I don't work for the Prince's Trust, by the way. Just a little disclaimer, yeah, because yeah. I probably I'm not going to shut up about them for five minutes now. <laughs> uh, they're brilliant yeah. and they offer guidance and advice and eventually once they mentor you through the kind of program which is anything from six months to a year and it depends on you and what your business is as to how much time it's going to take to kind of graduate from the the mentoring um they offer you a business loan oh wow with like the best most competitive well not it's not even competitive it's just the fairest rates of repayment um because it's really not for profit it's a charity um so anyone out there who's interested in setting up a business has got a little idea you included yeah yeah what? I didn't even think of that <laughs> yeah. um, no seriously no, and it doesn't matter what stage you come at it because I was in this group at the first, the first like, there was 12 of us in the opening group and I had no idea like I, it was as vague as I'm at at this stage like I kind of like clothes so uh. I think I'm gonna I really didn't know yeah. what I was gonna do and how I was gonna do it and there were people who would there was a guy who was gonna set up a coach company he'd already uh, got he owned two coaches um, and he just didn't know how to do the marketing side of things and how to set up the website and um so yeah there's all different sorts of people in there getting amazing guidance from people who are all looking to get knighthoods I think I don't really know <laughs> what like why why yeah why these really experienced um, professionals are giving up their time you know they're just good people it's great so really? yeah so I started there um, in the January and in the April a lot of things had happened I've been working on it part time in between auditioning and uh, I'd been doing I did, did actually get one job and did a, a really short play, um, and I was standing on stage, and this was in April, and um, I got to the, the the applause, the bow at the end, and realised I didn't remember doing the play, so I'd done the whole thing like an autopilot, and um, I just didn't remember it, and it was during the applause, and I realised I wasn't smiling on stage during the applause, which is awful. <laughs> and I don't know if anyone looked at me, they might not have noticed it, but in that moment I was like, I, oh, what am I doing? I'm, I'm kind of not here, I'm distracted, and I'm not really, didn't want to be in that room. Um, and I had plans to go to the cinema with my brother and his girlfriend afterwards, and, and, and my mate. And all I could think about was that. I was like, I just don't want to be doing acting at the moment. And so acting had come to this point where it kind of, I'd, it was making me quite unhappy. And everything else, think like cinema wasn't a big deal, but just the thought of doing something else that was just not acting. Yeah. Um, so I went to acting, and I was like, I can't wait to ring my agent and tell him on Monday morning that um, I'm going to take a break and I'm going to focus on Boom Dunshop. And wow. Because um, I felt I couldn't do the two simultaneously right. at the early stages, and I think it's kind of true in hindsight. I don't think I would have been able to drop Boom Dunshop the way you have to as an actor when you've got an audition the, the right. amount of level of preparation and dedication it kind of involves to get ready for a role or yeah. Um, so yeah so in April last year I, I took a break and I started working on Boom Dunshop full time and in the August I launched, I taught, well between in that time between April and August I taught myself how to build a website and, and how to screen print because at that stage I didn't also know how clothes were made I didn't yeah. know whether I was going to be designing it or other artists were going to design it. Yeah, well, that's something I want to ask you about as well. Like, this, you, you've you learnt this whole new skill as well. Um, and, you know, the whole screen printing thing and, and you know, and building a website, and which, I mean, I guess some actors do do um, for acting purposes. But, uh, which I recommend, and that seems to be the way. I yeah. was too scared to do that, I think, myself. So I think, do it. Yeah. Be ballsy, like, sell yourselves. Sell yeah. yourselves. <laughs> but Should. what was it that... You know, you, that's a pretty big decision to make. To, to so, did the idea for Boom Done Shop come before? So that that came before the play that you did. Um, but that's a yeah. It already begun in yeah in the January, and I guess it was it was always in me. So was that more of just a, had you decided that you were gonna gonna do something, or was it just like this this idea that was floating somewhere in your mind? Uh, no, the, the January to the April, I was going on workshops and masterclasses. So, oh, so you were already so, doing the Prince's Trust. Yeah, thing. so I'd done that. I started right. that in the January, and I did like they do a four the the initial part of that is a four week course, a four day course. Um, and a day of each is assigned to different elements of setting up a business. So yeah. I can't remember the exact elements, but something like marketing, um, bookkeeping, which is far more thorough than the, the stuff we yeah, got yeah. taught at drama school about I being bet. self-employed. Um, so yeah, ele- different elements of what it is to be to basic elements, and then after that, you're put on a newsletter from the Prince's Trust, and then they send out emails 
about and it's kind of uh, they're not relevant to you all of them they're just sending out all the courses that are available and you just pick and choose which ones you think are kind of useful for your business right, right, okay. and it's all free so I, and I basically went on anything even things that didn't necessarily feel that closely connected because at that stage I was had a lot of free time being an out of work actor yeah, um, yeah. and yeah I was just kind of fascinated and interested about this new challenge and what I could learn yeah so at that stage yeah I really didn't know what what was going to happen on the website because you were getting I was getting lots of information there's web developers you can pay for reasonable amounts yeah um I didn't know if I wanted wanted to be online I didn't know how I was, if I was going to have a shop a physical shop or if yeah. it was going to be pop-up natured um so yeah all that stuff and it's still all that stuff is kind of in flux constantly in me as like the ideas behind the business which way which direction I'm going to go next yeah it's kind of interesting that you you um so you had this idea for Boom Done Shop and you were doing the, the Prince's Trust thing. Do you think, it, although you decided after doing that play that you know you, you weren't happy at that point in time, do you think you having another focus and oh, yeah. you having something that was making you happy, do you think that affected you in the audition and do you think that might be have something to do with why you got the part or do you think that helped, you know, put you in, in a... In a confident, because I I believe that you know since I've been uh, you know working out or you know working on this podcast, great guns by the way, <laughs> like working on this podcast or whatever, I feel like when I go into a room uh, to audition, I mean, then I, I feel I have this sort of underlying confidence because I know I've got something to focus on as soon as I leave that room. Yeah, do you, it's kind of weird that. But it, is that would do you think that was the case? Did that help you at that point with your acting as well, or am I just that might be just for me? I don't know. But no, I, I think you're completely right. I, I, I think a different thing was happening to me at that stage. I don't think it necessarily. I think my acting was probably really looked like I was an autopilot, like I was because <laughs> <laughs> um, I was so distracted. I, I got the job, but um, it really wasn't. a... a yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it did, but I do think in hindsight, like um, in the future, and I think that's why I've done this. I've not done this to turn my back on acting. And that conversation with my agent wasn't farewell forever. Right. It was. I just need to do this for now. And there's no time scale. In, on, in, I've not set a time scale, and also he didn't, and he doesn't know what it is. But um, and the same with friends and family who are invested in me as an actor and yeah. looked forward to that story continuing and journey continuing. They all kind of know it might happen again yeah but I've done this thing that like you say is to give me confidence so yeah. that when I am out of work I'm not you have a purpose yeah there's something to be doing and there's something that I can feel contro control I think is like the biggest thing I've, yeah. I've noticed this year possibly too much now that I'm my, I am <laughs> the CEO of Boom Gun <laughs> Shop <laughs> well yeah I mean that's it's funny you say that because it's something I've been discovering recently I've been doing sort of mock interviews with people to try and sort you know help me with this this whole thing that I'm doing which I don't even know exactly what, what's going on um but yeah it's it's there seems to be you know there's no matter how well you're doing as an actor there's there is like a lack of control you don't have much control you get sent to auditions and they pick you and you might be good and you might you know and it might be something you'd love to do but it, you know you didn't necessarily choose that and it's it's so i found having something that i have control over has given me i don't even know what like this weird like energy or so it sounds kind of hippie but like some some energy where i'm like i have something that is is me and my control and you know and I think that in turn is helping me in in my with my acting oh um, man yeah yeah but this <laughs> no, is about you anyway. no 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 it's what well, it's not I think well, hopefully anyone who's listening anyone who's still listening yeah if anyone is. <laughs> <laughs> um well yeah I'd be surprised if people aren't nodding along at that and knowing that yeah. that is it's, it's useful for us as humans okay um so I, I, I was going to say, what was the first step of action? Sorry, I'm not talking into the microphone. What was the first step of action that you took towards creating Boom Done Shop? But I guess that was the Prince's, Tr Prince's Trust, yeah. um, Matty giving you that idea. Um, yeah. So that's great. But what what was the, um, for you, what was the biggest obstacle you faced when you took the plunge, when you decided, you know, you took that risk and you jumped in? Um, what was the What was the biggest sort of obstacle you came across? Oh, I don't know. 
If Good. if you if any no, there's loads. Yeah, yeah there's loads, <laughs> loads. Which is yeah. the biggest? Is the um, right, right, right. And I, yeah, okay. I think I was thinking in a way like, which one have I overcome? Do I have to have overcome it? I, I overcome it. I, I there's one that I think is constant. Um, it's this word fashion. Right. I don't like it. It has cropped up in a lot of things. Like when I've had to um, put down like job descriptions or. Uh, I don't know, uh, answer surveys or the word fashion pops up and I really don't like that. I've never liked that word. I don't like the magazines that, you know, give women awful complexes about their weight and um, tell, and men as well. Like, you know, we're told to look a certain way because that word I don't think is healthy. I don't think that is, I hope that is not what Boone Dunshop does. Um, I don't think so. But, and I'm not in that part of the world. I'm not in like the higher upper echelons of fashion. I'm in the. I, I do. I am connected to that industry, and it, I guess that is my biggest obstacle. Is there's, a, there's just a lack of. And this is generalisation because it's not across the board, but lack of morals and ethics um, in it. And yeah, it's the, the the constant struggle is if you want this to be a business, how to how do you make money but remain ethical? Yeah. And I really and to me, it's more important to make to be ethical than to make money um, but it's very hard to do both so long term or maybe maybe I will never make serious money at this um, <laughs> at, but I'll be happy um, yeah. and the people who buy the stuff will be happy because they know there's a story connected to it and it was made with integrity and there's thought behind it I hope that's what people understand um, but yeah that's, that is I guess the biggest obstacle I just don't like the industry I'm connected to but I think <laughs> I didn't like that with acting as well the the, 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 the kind of the Hollywood world that I, I hate I hate the thought I hated the thought of becoming and this is maybe sounding very pretentious and arrogant to even assume I could have been but to have become successful enough to be in a film where I had to go to America and they would tell me to whiten my teeth that right. terrified me yeah. I didn't want to do that I didn't want to have those chemicals or that control and I heard st- I've heard stories about actors being put on diets by studios um, yeah I just <laughs> any any anything that gets too big it kind of scares me because yeah. then there's people who've got less heart involved in that in the decisions it's more about um, the bank yeah the money becomes the money. bigger than the yeah the, the, yeah, the heart um, so how how would you say that... I've got really white teeth, by the way. No, these would need a real c <laughs> um, But how would you say that... Um, well, yeah, I will ask this question because it's something I actually wasn't sure about before you started talking at the beginning of this, but it seems to have become a bit more clear. But I, I was going to say, how has this affected your acting career? Um, and you've just said that... It's, it's on pause. It's on pause. Yeah, yeah. So it's not that you've given up. No, I, it, although well, that's a horrible word because you know not that not that it would be given up even if you had decided I, I, to stop. I, I did have to say that the first few months, I think, to make people around me believe in the thing I was I was now trying to do and investing in. Right, right. So I did say given up, um, and then I had people who were cleverer than me give me better phrases that, <laughs> um, that, that meant exactly the same thing, yeah. but um, were better for the soul to hear or receive or learn or understand. You know, I can't remember what their phrases were because I'd given up. But I had to say that to yeah. to feel I could um, really wholeheartedly put myself into um, boom done. Cause it take that. That's the biggest thing. The amount of time it takes. It takes a lot of time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I'm not very good at multitasking and juggling balls and stuff. So that was the one ball that I was kind of just standing against the wall, kicking backwards and forwards. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you do see yourself coming. Well, I, I, yeah, I don't want to like. Sorry about this plane. Oh. <laughs> Go on. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I think it's within me. Like, um, I love it, love it, love performing. And yeah, it was a hobby as a kid, going to watch plays. And it's been, I've re-found that joy yeah. in watching. Like when I went to see Kai yeah. the other day in Peter Pan. Um, it was incredible and I felt like a kid again not just because of the nature of the story but um, <laughs> that is where I first started watching theatre at Regent's Park with my mum and my dad and brother but um, it was more my mum and I that was our kind of connection we both loved the theatre so yeah I, um, yeah, I found that hobby and that pleasure again but I didn't have that for the first few months I really was kind of 
now, now reminded, you know, blinkers on about um, boom done and staying focused. On. No, no, it wasn't a choice. I wasn't trying to stay focused. I wanted to be focused on it. I couldn't, couldn't stand the thought of an audition or right. yeah, being an actor. But now I guess when, when, if and when you go back to it and the next time you go into the room to audition, you, your life has been enriched with a, a whole... Just a whole load of stuff, skills, like we said. Well, I'm gonna have a brilliant screen printed T-shirt for when I go back. <laughs> uh, I've already designed it. I know what I'm gonna. <laughs> so that's the first thing. But. Oh, why don't you tell us a bit about um, you using actors that you know as well for for the designs? Of, because you yeah. you okay. how does screen printing work? Just briefly, because I mean that's not necessarily the. Because <laughs> you bored me yeah. with it before <laughs> when you started recording. And, <laughs> God, let's move this on. <laughs> um, so there's two, well, there's two main forms of printing, digital or screen printing. So when I was looking into it, I didn't know anything about either yeah. when I first started. Um, and I had that choice early on was to outsource to people, um, companies. And I looked at the prices, like, God, how does anyone ever make money if they don't own this machinery themselves or learn to screen print? So I taught myself to screen print um, because when I looked into the two, it felt the more ethical of the two processes. And... It's not always just about ethical. I quite like the stories from, I guess, being connected to telling stories as an actor. And um, The story of screen printing is, is much better. It's, it's how T-shirts began. So printed T-shirts began with the Rolling Stones selling their merchandise. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and, yeah, banned screen printing onto T-shirts. So I was like, okay, this is how screen printing began. And it's still proven to be the longer lasting of the two processes. So I was like, it's the best one. It's the oldest one. I'm, st- I'm choosing that one. And I was like, okay, so how do I do it? And I, yeah, just sat on, went on the University of YouTube and just <laughs> like learn on YouTube. Yeah. And listen to the same droney American voice. Um, God, he felt, I, I listened to him, I spoke to him more than anyone for three months or listened to, you know. Yeah. I was in communication with him, I felt, um, even though I was silent um, and getting a lot wrong. Maybe I wasn't just silent, I was fucking, I was swearing a lot. Yeah, <laughs> um, it was very frustrating. But yeah, I learned how to screen print and um, in my bedroom. And early on, all the stuff was in my bedroom. So when I launched in August, I made everything. Did I make? Well, <laughs> made pretty much everything in my bedroom. But the heat setting process, which always has to happen with the ink, once it goes on the garment, you have to set it. Um, and I didn't have the correct machinery by then because I hadn't made enough money. And I, everything I was earning, I wanted to reinvest. But at that stage, I hadn't earned enough to buy the correct equipment so I googled another way of heat setting and you could do it in your own oven right so I was at home with my parents and I was heat setting it in their oven but it meant I was stinking <laughs> the house out and like I was learning when I started learning in April so it was still kind of windows and doors weren't open it's still yeah. not warm enough yeah, yeah, yeah so the whole house would smell of like this paint for nice, days man. well yeah yeah you can get a bit of a high on it <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Um, and so, to, to go to my, the question I actually asked you. What? Uh, I thought, I, don't, I, thought no, no, I nailed it. You smashed it, you smashed <laughs> it. Um, but what, you, you use actors, well, I mean, I did, oh, took a few photos for, for you. the modelling Modelling, well, but also for the, for the designs, right? Or am I wrong? Oh, that's not specifically, at, but weirdly, our first, my first ever collaboration was with my friend Joe. Yeah. Joe, Joseph Capalazzi from Guildhall. Um, so let's, let's make this, how does this click? So, yeah, models. I've wanted it all to feel like a collective, and yeah. not to just walk down the street and choose a really pretty person because they stand out. I want to use my friends who I know have got that beauty and that skill and their talents. So it's not just yeah. So I've like so far, I've had some advice on some of the social media stuff from friends who work in social media in the industry. And then, yeah, I've used yourself uh, as, as a model for one of the collaborations. Don't see many of those pictures on the website. It was only for a month. Oh. It was a limited edition. Kai's got a picture on there that's still on there to this day. Yeah, but she's on the bulk of the... Uh, <laughs> just they're the they're, that's the... Uh, what do I call that? Um, they're the classics. The classics. <laughs> the ones they're that... the boom-down classics okay. that will be forever. <laughs> okay, okay. I was just limited edition. Yeah, so, yeah, well, you can come back for it if you're limited edition. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, collaborate like come up with this thing called Boom Done Twenty Four, which is a collaboration that gets launched on the twenty fourth, and it's not every month, but and I'm saying it's not every month because it's not for the next couple of months because we've we've made them and we've produced them and I've got all the garments ready, but we don't want to launch because I'm I'm going on holiday, oh, um, okay. so I, I can't do all the posting and 
there's yeah, there's some other sizes that I'd need to make. It's good that you can go on holiday without having to worry having to worry about an audition popping up though, right? <sighs> yeah. I mean that was a th- that was the, the that was things I said to my agent were I just want to be able to grow my hair <laughs> yeah. and go on holidays and I cut my hair off pretty soon after that. <laughs> but like my point was like yeah I could just have that freedom and I didn't go on a holiday either till Marrakesh that crap holiday I told you about <laughs> which was months afterwards because I didn't I, yeah, I bumped into you at the airport exactly <laughs> Kai was sporting boom done sweatshirt yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I um yeah no I uh I, I, I think I wanted freedom but weirdly being like setting up a business takes up so much time that didn't give me that much freedom but it was certainly keeping me stimulated and, and, and I was learning stuff and it was making me happy great um, what is the best thing you've learnt from all of this and it, that can uh, apply to acting or just life in general or whatever like what is your so you, the biggest you need help you need help yeah me yeah. you need you really need help <laughs> <laughs> you need a lot of help yeah. Yeah, no, I need a lot of help as well. We need it. Yeah, no, I don't mean as well. That means that <laughs> you don't need much. I need a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I tried to do. I did. Well, that was the nature of the way I tried to set up in the beginning that I wouldn't need to rely on anyone else because I think that also bothered me. I've talked about control, and I guess they're really similar. They're, in, they're connected. But yeah, you're relying on a, a casting director. Sorry, close to the mic. You're relying on a casting director to have the imagination and the vision to put you in that role yeah so although you feel the confidence and, and think you can do it and you're also hoping your agent notices that as well because they may not put you up for everything and there might be something they don't put you up for that you would have been perfect for um, so you've always got these doubts so yeah I, the, early on I did everything I drew everything I made everything I designed everything and to my detriment because the website looked shoddy um, it really did the photo- I was doing the photographs um, photographs really looked shoddy uh, yeah, and there, there's there's so many friends, and even if there aren't friends, because people should be paid for these things as well. I really and I really believe that because there was a lot of acting work that I wasn't being paid for. So although I can't pay people a lot, I want to pay people for what they're doing and the skills that they're offering. And yeah, they should be paid a lot more. We should all be paid a lot more, probably. Yeah. Um, or maybe we shouldn't. We should go back to the olden days where we just exchange. But because there is money in the world, it's not fair when people aren't paid. Yeah, it's hard um, to avoid it. Right? Yeah. Um, who do you admire? Gosh. Joe popped straight into my head because I was like, I should say him because he's like a businessman. Go like on. Steve Jobs or something. But I don't because not, that's not success. Apple is a success, but he has died. So, no, I'm sorry, but that, how is that a success? He, he has killed himself through right. his work. So, I'm sorry, people might be listening to that. <laughs> no, guy. That's a big statement. Big statement. Um, but... He cured himself and then he went back to work. Yeah. And then he got cancer again. Yeah. So. So who do you admire? <laughs> all, all the people I admire are sportsmen. That's fine. Um, Brian O'Driscoll. Do you know who he is? Yeah. Irish rugby player, captain of Ireland for like 15, well no, not 15 years, couldn't have been 15 years. He was like 33 when he retired. But yeah, sport, I, I, I like sportsmen and women for their dedication cool uh, well it's something you have to have as well so in everything you've done acting and you know with starting your own business I guess that's a of course they're going to be inspiration yeah, okay. inspirational people for you to observe because Rylance Mark Rylance well, yeah I mean that feels a very obvious one well he's um, you know he's very admirable but yeah I, I think he's really honest I like when he uh, he talks about his sadness and um, yeah there's a lot of truth and heart in well obviously there's a lot of heart in his work but there's just a lot of heart in him as a person um, I, I think that's pretty scary to be that open mm-hmm. nice I admire you mate oh thanks I do for <laughs> this I do <laughs> no I really do cool I do it's fucking incredible oh thanks man um, it's the best place to be doing an interview in the world I know right <laughs> we'll see what happens with it um, but yeah it's... I know I was going to listen after this one I'm sorry I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe I won't do this one first no I'm joking <laughs> no, but it's an amazing thing you've done and that's why I asked you to do this I'm looking for people who have you know had a, been inspired by something what was your inspiration for Boom Done Shop? I mean, I asked you that at the beginning, but I've forgotten. No, 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 because you can cut all the beginning shit out, because I was just chat, 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 Not chat. at all. Um, 
I just love dressing up. I've never talked to you about that actually. No. Um, that's why I want. I got when we got start told at drama school to ask why we. Um, well, no, we got asked. Sorry, why do you want to be an actor? Yeah. And I I remember answering uh, to win. I was the head of our acting, the head of the drama school, um, because I like dressing up and showing off. And I meant it. I really meant it. After yeah. three years, I didn't say that so much because you Slip kind of get indo- indoctrinated into like, you know, I want to tell a story. And I do like telling stories and I love stories. But generally, yeah, the, the, the core, the real reason was dressing up. Like all the pictures of me as a kid growing up were like, I just want to be showing off and dressing up. So that's what I'm doing now. I'm, 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 I'm dressing people up. Yeah. And I get to dress myself up like every day. If I wanted to make myself a new T-shirt, I could make myself a new T-shirt. And I kind of sometimes do. Quite a lot of the T-shirts I've got, I haven't ever put on sale. I've just made them for myself. And if I get a compliment, it's really nice. But like, I'm not thinking, oh, I could make 20 quid off that person. It's making it's something like, you like. Just, yeah, just to make a T-shirt. Um, and I've, it doesn't, I'm, I'm not that passionate about T-shirts, but that was the gateway into that horrible word I don't like, fashion, but, um, into clothing. Because yeah. it is the most easily accessible. Like the garments are, are the cheapest. Not, I don't get any of my sweatshops, but they're still, it's still, yeah, a much cheaper setup cost yeah. than if I were to get a pattern designed for a pair of trousers that I wanted to have make, and then I had to get them sent to a seamstress. And yeah, it's just t-shirts, printing, boom, done. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so where where is Boom Done? Because I've talked a lot about how how it came about and what inspired you to do it, and which is all every which everything I want to know because I think it's important for actors, you know, whatever you've decided to do with acting at this point, I think I think personally it's important for us as actors to be um, to to take a quote from uh, my girlfriend Kai <laughs> yesterday to be for me. I feel the need to be a creative artist rather than just an actor. I think, and I think personally that it's important for us to to be that rather than just audition, wait for the phone to ring, be a waiter. Obviously, we have to do those things, and I do. I'm still doing that now. Um, uh, but I don't know what I was saying. No, I think I do know what you're saying. But yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, it's just it, we we have to. Have, I I feel like um, through talking over the last few days, I've only realised this in the last few days, but I think it's important to find a purpose for yourself to be able to progress with anything that you're doing. So finding a purpose within something else, whether that be clothing or whether that be podcasts, or because I started listening to podcasts and I was inspired to 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 you know. I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast and he was talking about working out and fitness. So I was, I was looking into that and now I, I'm doing various things like that and looking into diet. And I, I learned so much from podcasts that it, it like inspired me to be a better person and, and sort of look at all these avenues of my life that I hadn't really thought much about because I put so much effort and concentration into acting and so much worry into acting um, that I sort you sort of, forget about those things sometimes so well, I, yeah yeah i think it's You've important got, with just you being active or proactive and yeah it's very hard to do that after the audition yeah and so we can do that as an actor for a few days or a few hours or however long that period of time is or in our rehearsal period or on set or in our trailer in our dressing room whatever but when we're not working it's kind of hard to do that if we have nothing else yeah so musicians i think can do it um sportsmen and women can do it like there are creative jobs, not the sports way. Sorry, I always come back to sport. I love sport. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, not relevant. But, but um, yeah, a- acting is a very kind of lonely job when you're not with other actors. Yeah, it, you need other people to be able to do it. So that, and, and it's kind of hard just putting on play readings or poetry nights because we don't want to be professional poetry nighters. <laughs> or like, like, oh god! Like, yeah. So people could say that to me and be like, "Well, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that?" Like, I want to be a fucking. I want to be acting. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Want, I'm too dyslexic to do a, like a play reading or a workshop. I don't want to do any <laughs> of that stuff. Like, I want to have a bit of time with some script and work with actors. But yeah, so you, yeah. And when we can't do that, I think create a bundan shop. Yeah, um, exactly. Or, or a podcast. Or yeah. And how amazing that like, and something I'll, I'll get to now is that you. Boom Done Shoppers, it started as an idea and because you decided, you you had the balls to go, 
do you know what? I'm going to do this. And you called your agent and said, I'm, I'm taking a break. However you deal with that is going to be different for everyone. But, you know, you, you said, right, I'm doing this. You've done it. Now you're at the point where you've got an online shop where the last time I looked, everything was sold out. Completely. <laughs> um, and you've got, uh, you had a pop-up shop in Chingford, uh, which to my knowledge was doing pretty well. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. you still have the keys to that shop? I do, but um, on the down low. Right. Uh, but I just, there isn't enough me. And I, I've not mentioned my brother through any of this. Oh, and, yeah. Um, he is very much part of really annoying. Boom Done Shop. Um, got a chug boat. A chugger. We've got a <laughs> chugger coming past. <laughs> um, being driven by an alcohol. I could say this in, in rhythm with it. <laughs> Yeah, go on, your brother. So, um, yeah, so he 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 has a full time job and is busy with that. Yeah. But he has been a support throughout this and pretty much any creative decision I make with Boom Done Shop. So although I said I did it all on my own and I didn't ask for any help in the beginning, I did. He's he has been there. Um, and we both have a similar passion in t-shirts from when we were young, and we still do wear them now. So it was kind of like an obvious thing when I said we're going to do t-shirts he was my first kind of point of call for market research and taste testing and yeah. like, you know seeing what it was whether it was going to work or not um, yeah so he's involved what, why did I bring him up what was this you just mentioned that you hadn't talked about him at all and I was talking about the ch- the shop oh yeah shop so but there, yeah but like I was the saying there's only shop. one of me to do the, all the, the actual making he isn't involved in right um he helps me with some of the business acumen. Or, uh, is that the right word? See, I wouldn't even know that. Don't ask me. He does it with the business side. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> but the actual making, he didn't sit and watch the YouTube videos. He's got far too much, you know, he's too busy and too many other things <laughs> to be doing. So, yeah, I had a shop. I had a pop-up in Borough Market. I had the online stuff and I was selling on ASOS as well. Um, oh, yeah. It's just want... a bit too much. Yeah. So I've paused ASOS. Right. Um, the website... Is is you know is always on and off. Is if I've got stock and not. Um, what a great achievement though the ASOS thing because I remember you you won boutique of the week. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, yeah which is, boutique of the week early on. Um, which is and they were big cool big advocates me. and yeah. I got to meet. The, this is through the prince the prince's trust again. Right. Um, I got an introduction to the the buyers at ASOS for because I'm part of the boutique side. There's two strands of ASOS. There's the main site. Um, and then there's the boutiques. So I met the main, the buyers of the main site, which is the kind of introduction you wouldn't really get normally, but because of the Vincent Trust, I got it. And I sat down with them and talked about whether I'd want to be on it or not. And it just kind of is impossible, considering my style of inventory and my like the way orders work for me, and that I'm doing it all in a bedroom. Well, no, now in a workshop, but a tiny workshop with no other staff apart from me and maybe you know a couple of other volunteers um so yeah it, it was a real eye-opener but it was great to have that access and to understand if that was the kind of business i'd want how how to achieve it and yeah it's not like, right <laughs> um but right at the beginning this is something i really i, I really would like to mention uh, right at the beginning of the prince's trust we were asked do you want to be a lifestyle business or a growth growth business I didn't know what the two were, but I kind of guessed from the titles. Yeah. I think I'm probably going to say lifestyle, and they went into it in a bit more depth. But basically, yeah, growth is like what it says in the tin. Make, but making money, but reinvesting constantly. So, like, we had a motivational speaker who came in on the first day, and he <coughs> talked about his business, and it was selling like oh, he found a leap, loophole in American law that meant he could buy drugs in South America um, <laughs> and sell them in North America and make a million. And he his he is worth millions now. What kind of drugs? Uh, <laughs> not, not like kind of drugs. I think actually, I think it was um, to vets. I think it was for oh, veterinary d- drugs. Or so, but I mean, it was the actual idea to me was a bit yawn. Right. But like hearing him talk about what it did to his marriage and to his bank account, like he had to max out on credit cards. He's now got the worst credit rate. Although he's worth millions now, he's sold his business. The first few years were just stress and reinvest it. And like, he was like, if you want to do growth, that is what you have to do. And he talked to, about it in depth. And he said, but if you want lifestyle and you want to have something that can complement, and all the words he was saying just felt, ah, yes. I mean, that's nicer. what I want. Yeah. But I think somehow I've spent this year setting my business up as a growth business. Right. Because um, there's been a lot of stress and a lot of reinvesting. And, um, Are you making money? On a small scale. 
not from my invest my total investment but each month on the, the stock I buy yes right but I had to buy equipment early on so I guess what they tell you at the Prince's Trust is it's three years before a business before you actually make anything yeah like. makes um, outright profit and you can pay yourself and pay employees but I'm pretty aggressive and competitive so I, I reckon I'll do that in like a year and a half <laughs> <laughs> yeah seriously but um, who knows you know, I, I, if I don't it doesn't matter it's only me who I'm going to disappoint yeah um, so yeah three years is a nice kind of cushion of like okay that's alright there's time before you should be giving up or thinking that it's not working um, cool but it certainly is working so it's, it's amazing when I get orders yeah. like abroad at first it was just friends and family oh, right. like taking like supporting me and getting on board but yeah now um, like you know Russia America wow uh, Netherlands somewhere or a South American country recently but yeah yeah and these people where have they come from I, I think some of them ASOS but a lot of them are through the website so they've either chosen not to buy on ASOS or they've seen stuff on Facebook or I don't think we come up very high on Google searches because they're so competitive with you put t-shirts in and we're probably on page 500 All right. yeah 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 <laughs> but, but so, still yeah, I mean that's amazing it. yeah people strangers it's just yeah that was the, the first stranger was was just incredible yeah uh, it's like okay that that's real validation that this is not just this you know an idea that I like it's someone else is kind of going to buy into it which is lovely that's amazing um, so what uh, I'm I'm sort of I'm worried that I'm going off track now and just talking about oh. no no not not you at all like I'm I'm I, I, so I'm still in the process of working these things out and you know that's why I'm doing this and and hopefully people who are listening can help me out and tell me what they want um but uh less of him more of you <laughs> no not at all like I I it's so interesting to me and and but what's the most fascinating thing is that you've you've just done it and I don't know why it seems so fascinating to me. Maybe it's because I'm personally quite a scared kind of guy. Not a scared guy, but, like, it takes a lot for me to, to sort of jump into something. Um, so maybe that's why it fascinates me so much. But what would your... If, if a young actor came up to you and you you could give him, offer him or her one, like, the, the best piece of advice that you could think of, then what would that be? Well, that uh, there's a word that always re re reoccurs for me, and I'm surprised I haven't just put it on a T-shirt. I don't think I've ever put a word on a T-shirt. And people, I think because I've heard people before say, oh, don't want... You're wearing it. Oh, wow! <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've come round to it. That's so weird. We have ideas that we think we're fixated on. And then, oh, yeah, okay. Eat your own words, Liam. I'm literally wearing... I'll well, just wear them on a T-shirt. I'm wearing one of my unique T-shirts today that's got words on, yeah. Um, Shall I tell, I'll tell people just so... Yeah. Today I'm wearing... Um, with uh, I quite like the dot-to-dot theme. That's like a kind of stylistic theme, I guess, with Boom Done. Um, I've got the words four for a boy. Um, dot-to-dot on my on my top and that's for a collection that's going to come out later this year um, and it's to do with the rhyme the um, the I don't know if it's a rhyme it's not a rhyme but that thing that people say when they see magpies yeah superstitious one, one for sorrow two for joy three for a girl four for a boy my mum saw four I was telling you this earlier wasn't yeah. I? Um, so yeah mum saw four magpies the day she was going to give birth to me so whenever I see four magpies, I'm like, that's my kind of lucky charm. But yet, but the word, the, yeah, no, the words that I always come back to and think of, and when I'm feeling a little bit low in self-esteem or confidence, like courage. Just love, I like the shape of that word. I like how strong it feels. Yeah. Um, it's a really like the English language. A good, well done on the people who came up with that word. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I just think have courage. Um, don't listen to all that disappointment if, if it is acting that whoever's listening I don't know who, you know who's going to listen who's, <laughs> who's listening um, yeah whatever that thing that is kind of knocking your confidence um, don't listen to that and just take a little step back and think back like I did like what were the two things you liked or the three things or the four things or the thing you've never tried that you kind of thought you'd be interested in yeah um, that wasn't acting acting doesn't have to be ignored but um, what was that other thing and just begin 
talking to it in your head like accepting it and letting it in a bit and like yeah. not just listening to acting 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 auditioning auditioning oh yeah. god where's my you know because that like you've mentioned it we can just get caught on that treadmill of yeah but then by focusing on something else you that might enhance the acting side of things or it might make you realize that you want to take a break from acting and but as long as you're happy and doing what you want to do, then that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think we... we so windy. I know, sorry about the sound. This is like the first one as well. Um, <laughs> um, but it's, it's fine, it's, it's natural. Com- comment section. Exactly. Do you get comment sections on podcasts? Oh, probably. <laughs> I don't know yet. Oh, God, <laughs> so noisy. <laughs> um, but, uh, what was I saying? You was You were saying... It doesn't have. It doesn't. You, your decision doesn't have to be just a sport acting. It could be that you learn that you don't want to act. Yeah, or, or you know what? It, oh, oh well. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> um, the wind has really picked up here. We're getting shaken about. Um, but yeah, you might realise that it might. It might. Acting might not be something that you. No, I don't want to say that. I, 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 what I was going to say was actually, um, I'm just trying to make stuff up while I remembered, and this is it. Um, I, I occasionally feel. I've spent, for example, so much time focusing on the podcasting and I have a certain amount of guilt about the fact that I'm not thinking about acting and I get this guilt and I get this feeling that I don't want people to think I've, I'm, I'm not an actor or like, you know, I don't want people to think I've given up, I don't want to be seen that way, I don't want to feel that way and I had this, uh, this underlying feeling of guilt the whole time I'm focusing on the podcast or, you know, anything else that I'm doing that isn't acting. Um, and I think it's important just to <laughs> to not have that basically I don't know how you don't get that but to, to sort of have courage like you said to to go it's fine it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks at this point I'm doing this I'm concentrating on this for me and we'll see what happens and by doing that it's for me personally it's made it's it's helped my acting and for you it made you realise you wanted to take a a break from it and press pause on it I mean do you feel guilty about that at all ever is that something you feel mm, no uh, good to possibly to love like friends and family I felt a little bit like I was letting them down right. um, because they you know come and watch the plays and been so invested and supported me throughout it um, it was them more but I think that is the same as listening to you I was like oh that's yeah that's the worst part of like us as humans is worrying about what other people think about yeah, us. so yeah. I'm still I always do that like I'm doing that with my website today I was like um, do I have to make this really clear that things are sold out um, do I have to tell them when they're back I was like no you know there's lots of brands that don't tell you when things are back because I didn't I don't know when they're back yeah um, I, and so I'm like worrying I'm trying, trying to worry what everyone else no just you just kind of worry about yourself yeah like, it's trying to end that, game as well yeah. isn't it and you, so no um no, and I don't, I don't think you can go into it knowing whatever this idea is, if this is to inspire people, um, whatever that thing is that you're going to do, um, yeah, don't endgame it. That's great. Yeah. Don't don't say that it means it's going to definitely supplement acting, because I have no idea if I'll come back to acting and I'll be doing the two together. I don't know. Um, but just, just go with what you want to do. There's no point getting stuck in something. Yeah. Right, it's getting seriously windy, and we've nearly done an hour. Have we? Yeah. Oh my god. See what goodness. I mean? Wow. So, um, I mean, just for this, like, I, I feel like this might be something good to do. Oh, go on, what have you got there? Well, I got my notepad, didn't I? Yeah. Um, I was like, because I thought I might run out of, of the opposite. Just chatted such shite. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. I wrote, Mum's tights, Peter Pan, Joe Sport. I kind of touched on that, like how I love dressing up. Oh, that was how, that's where, why, why, oh, well, the reason I got into t-shirts is because I like dressing up as a kid and why I got into acting. I used to wear my mum's tights and run around as Peter Pan. Nice. My nickname at school was Joe Sport because I had all the right costumes, like all the right, I called them costumes, but all the right kits for every yeah, sport. Yeah. Like a tennis kit, rugby kit, cricket kit. <laughs> oh, I wrote EastEnders. That was my least favourite job because the costume was the crappiest. <laughs> uh, really. How, like, did, how does that make because I noticed even with Bum, like EastEnders was how long ago? Uh, 2009 and 10 I think 2009 and 10 so that's like five years ago yeah like even with Boom Don Shop with the with the um, 
there was an interview that you did like a yeah people yeah people are still like, people still use it yeah do you did you do you do you ask for that or do no, they just do it no or? no 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 somehow people found it find it out how did um, you find that no I don't, I don't mind it I didn't like it at first I walked it didn't like my costume in it so I didn't, <laughs> didn't like seeing pictures of me in it <laughs> uh, you know I had a bit of a because I talked about the t- some of the TV jobs I got straight away when I didn't see myself as that kind of actor and I had a problem of what I, and it is the back to that thing of what you think people think of you or what other people think I, I didn't want to be defined or to be thought of as a TV actor yeah um, but that was I don't know I had the face that fit and I, that was the way the industry saw me they didn't see me doing the things that I imagined or I don't know no that's limiting but that was yeah. what I was doing for that little period um, so I did have a little bit of a problem with it because uh, I wasn't particularly proud or didn't want to be doing it necessarily but I've through a lot of advice from a friend called Gwilym Lee I've uh, I'm starting to learn to I'm not re- ready to say I love it yet but I'm starting to kind of be thankful for that part of my life and that journey it was just a part it was like a step along the way yeah um but yeah, there was a long time. I, I just came out in cold sweats if I heard the theme tune. I, <laughs> like seriously, if I went to a, someone's house and it was around oh, the time, I, I had to basically make sure I wasn't visiting a friend at the time EastEnders could be on in case they were watching. Not, not that lots of friends are watching it, but yeah, if ever I came into a room and it was on, I just oh felt sick and went like, yeah, oh, well, yeah, bad, bad memories. But then, I'm talking about it like it's still kind of haunting me. It's not. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm doing really well. <laughs> what what uh, what's next for Boom Done Shop? Anything? Is there something new happening? There's so what's... many things in my head that I'm. It's the opposite. Is like okay. I, I, I'm basically being told by friends and family, like people who are kind of closer and Chill really out. supportive. Like yeah, like there is no rush. Like I I yeah. <laughs> I really wanted to produce. I just say this because I think it's nice to have dreams, but I really wanted to produce a play. Um, ah. that everything would be produced by Boom Done so the music would be original the writing would be original the costumes would be original um, and the acting I, I mentioned that word collective earlier on like with like wanting to use friends as models and friends as designers and artists and yeah I'd, lo- I'd love I'd love Boom Done somehow to not necessarily always do clothing but to be a way that artists could um yeah, make work. Cool. Uh, where can people find Boom Done Shop? So, uh, if we uh, go on <laughs> the... Inter- well, our, our social media tags are at Boom Done Shop. Yeah. Um, Twitter and Instagram. And if anyone knows how to do Pinterest or Tumblr, because I'm told they're brilliant, um, and you want to be our social media uh, <laughs> manager, um, feel free, have a crack. Yeah. Uh, Mum's doing it at the moment. And <laughs> don't think it's very successful. Oh, <laughs> she has. I think she's created a boom done shop uh, Pinterest, I think. Uh, and then, yeah, www.boomdoneshop.com for the website. And a lot of stuff is sold out at the moment, but um, there's some exciting things like Four for a Boy, coming yeah. soon and a lot more dot to dot theme stuff um, so did a really, yeah, we did a great collaboration which I've not mentioned um, with a really cool um, choreographer recently she's made a video wow. as a kind of promo for Boom Dark. oh cool and it looks amazing amazing so, can't yeah. wait to see it yeah. okay. uh, Liam man thank you so much for being oh, my first well done, guest <laughs> we, we made it through the interview it's been windy sunny boats have been going past um, hopefully oh. it sounds alright go on just wanted to show you a picture of my favourite ever. <laughs> <laughs> is that you? Yeah, yeah. That is? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Liam's got a picture of himself. Uh, I'd like that. Can you do that? Can you a... put that as the picture on the podcast? I will, yeah. <laughs> so I've just shown I'll stick Lewis it up on a the picture website. of my favourite ever role and I was just wearing a silly costume. It didn't involve learning any lines or really doing any acting but Amazing. it was just dressing up. Some sums it up. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I want to do. Really. Yeah, great, man. Uh, thanks so much for being my first guest. I'm like stoked that you came and chatted with me and oh, it was an absolute pleasure and good luck with this I've really like those of you who are listening who've got something far more interesting to tell Lewis than, <laughs> than I've been telling him then <laughs> tell him and do it cool man <laughs> thank you so much my oh, pleasure mate peace <laughs> so ladies and gents that was Liam Bergen and my first interview ever uh, with someone else um, that was amazing i thought uh, liam had some really great stuff to say 
it was really interesting to hear how Boom Done Shop came about and what it means to Liam and and where where the idea came from and and what that's how that's affected his life um, and career. Um, so yeah, hopefully at some point in the future I'll get to speak to Liam again about that and see where's it, where he's at and share that with you guys um, if you're still listening. Um, yeah. Sorry about the wind and the sound and stuff. It was such a lovely day outside. We thought it'd be quite nice and atmospheric to do it outside. So, uh, you know, that was a test as well. We'll see how that goes. Now, obviously, as you guys are aware, this is my venture. This is my attempt at doing something off my own back. And I'm trying to share that journey with you guys as well. Um, And so, yeah, obviously, it's a work in progress still um like I said before I've never interviewed anyone in my life so that was really interesting for me um and I hope that it comes across okay to you guys let me know if there was anything you didn't like about it or something that you thought could have changed or maybe any advice with the structure that you feel might help uh you take something from it um but yeah I I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed chatting with Liam um, again, follow Liam on Twitter at Boom Done Shop. Check out the website www.boomdunshop.com. Um, yeah, and tune in next week to Acting Inspired with me uh, to chat with another great guest and be inspired by someone else. Amazing. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, speak to you soon. Cheers. Bye.